The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss. Uh, and I and I uh, would like to say especially thank you to uh, an, an, a very nice caller from New Jersey this morning who said he listens to the Voice America Network, uh, the Health and Wellness Network, all the time because he's very concerned with health, and he finds this program to be the uh, the best program that he listens to on uh, on the whole uh, network, and he uh, is very grateful for the information that he has been able to glean from the power of natural healing. We're giving you good and straight and honest information uh, without really any concern for the bottom line, and that's what uh, that's what the opposition hates so much about us. We give we tell people the truth. We don't try and keep them sick. We try and get them healthy, and um, and we have real information that they can use to empower themselves for their health. And that's why we're one of the top ten shows on this this channel. So. Um, just before we get uh, before we really get rolling, and we have a great guest today again, um, we uh, this this program is brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute, bringing you true healing for degenerative and chronic diseases for the last 35 years at gerson.org. Um, and once again, before we start, there's, there's just a little thing I want to let people know. Uh, it's not just it's not just us uh, talking about this, and it's not just the information we give you. But now, Charlotte Gerson, the author of Healing the Gerson Way uh, and uh, and Defeating Arthritis, Bone and Joint Diseases, uh, Charlotte Gerson is being uh, the first person that's going to be in, inducted into the Alive Foundation Hall of Fame in New York City, uh, and that'll happen at the end of June. I'll be there, you bet, with bells on, uh, watching Charlotte get, at age 90, get the first award, public award, in her life. And that's uh, it's finally starting to happen. Should have happened about 100 years ago, uh, not just for Charlotte, but also for her dad. But uh, hey, better late than never. And so we're, we congratulate Charlotte Gerson, and um, and we uh, we are just ever so proud of her. Ever so proud of her. On the line with us today is one of my favorite favorite guests and great friend uh, and uh, fellow fellow traveler, fellow uh, fellow warrior on the road to natural health, Dr. Andrew Saul, uh, doctor of chiropractic and also PhD, uh, articulate. Powerful, reasonable. Now, there's a there's a word you don't hear very often in medical. Uh, well, most of the time. <laughs> most of the time, and uh, and witty and uh, delight to talk talk to Dr. Saul. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. That's a wonderful introduction. Um, I suppose the only word I would take issue with is reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm reminded of a, a nice quote by one of my favorite critics of medicine, George Bernard Shaw, who said something along the lines of, um, with, as regards to reasonable and unreasonable men, that innovation and progress depends on unreasonable people because they're the ones who pushed for the change and they're also so the ones, I, and they're also the ones who know who don't uh, accept the acceptable wisdom that this or that is impossible 
Well, that's it. And then while we're on the sayings, there's that uh, wonderful old saying, probably from China, but it could be from almost anywhere because it goes back so far, that the person saying it cannot be done should not interrupt the person who's doing it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And when it comes to dealing with something like cancer, that would be a very good way to set up our cancer treatment programs in every oncologist's office and every therapeutic program. Let's start by asking a very, very simple question. Does it work? Now, you would think that that question has already been asked, and probably at one point it was, and maybe it has been since. But when you have peer-reviewed research published in a medical journal that actually shows that in the United States of America, the five-year benefit from chemotherapy in all forms of cancer tallied together is 2.1%. We have to ask ourselves a real question. Does chemotherapy have effectiveness? And the answer is yes, it does, but not for 97.9% of all people getting it. Well, that means that... That That doesn't sound good. That means that in in 49 out of 50 cases, uh, that that all that expense, and we're talking about a quarter of a million dollars or half a million dollars per patient, mm-hmm. uh, all that expense and the horrific side effects of the of the chemo going going from uh, your blood vessels seem to be on fire and uh, and and neuropathy and uh, and, and chemo brain, uh, all those horrific effects and and even death. Um, mm-hmm. you're, you're getting maybe a one in 50 chance of any benefit at all. Mm-hmm. And that immediately calls the question, uh, well, if chemo is only 2% or just over 2% effective, rather than running that down, I mean, it's been done, it's already been run down pretty far just by telling the truth, rather than run that down any further, it's time to start talking about what do we know that works better. Do we have anything that works better than 2.1% of people getting it? Now, we we don't think this. We know this. There's records, and these records go back literally 50, 60 years. And some of these patients, you know, are still around. We know the Gerson therapy works much more effectively than on 2.1% of the people who use it. But Andrew, if you you, you really look at it, Let's talk about let's talk about the gold standard of uh, conventional medical trials, which which they violate all the time, by the way, um, of a placebo-controlled, uh, double-blind, uh, uh, random studies of, um, mm-hmm. of the effectiveness. Where uh, do you know the figures for placebo controls? How, how, what the placebo effect is? Well, this is it. And with cancer patients, there aren't very many placebo controls because it's unethical. Uh, In my book, Doctor Yourself, I pose this question to my readers, and it's also at the doctoryourself.com website, uh, which is available free access and does not have any commercial endorsements or advertising. Uh, I pose this question, how about we test, say, uh, radiation therapy? I think we should have two rooms each identical, with a big radiation equipment complex and each one having all those technicians and all their gowns and regalia and all those buttons and all those lights and all those sounds and the whole ball wax, two rooms exactly the same. Now, in one case, the people that are treated actually get radiation therapy. And in the other they just get a placebo treatment where you hear a buzz and a hum and you're under the machine for a while and they turn you around and they take you out but they don't do anything. Wouldn't it be interesting to see if there was actually a statistically significant difference and how big would that difference be? Normally, we don't have... Well, we don't want to do anything unethical with people. So what we'd also have to do is then turn around and swap them and make sure each person had a chance to get the real therapy, especially if the therapy were proven effective. I think what we would find is that the benefits of radiation might be possibly due to placebo effects. 
Uh, but SIBO is not something people should write off as just um, a weak mind or susceptibility or kind of a hypnotic mesmerism type of thing. It, it can't be written off. Uh, Bernie Siegel is a perfect example, a medical doctor who has clearly said that hope is one of the most powerful things a cancer patient has. There's nothing wrong with getting behind that. What I don't understand is why we ration hope. If we're going to give somebody the agony of chemo and we're going to put them through radiation and we're going to take pieces out of their body with a knife and put them through all that pain and expense, which may or may not help them, hopefully it will, wouldn't it also make sense, at the very least, to give them fresh raw vegetable juices and organic food, vegetarian diet, and some supplements? What's the downside of doing that in addition to conventional therapy? And I think if we analyze this, we would find that the natural approach, the Garrison approach, would be more statistically significant than the other. But that experiment is not likely to be done anytime soon. Well, because We're going to have to rely on... Because that's the that's the other, we're going to have to re- that that's the downside. The downside is that if you if you came up with such a with, with any kind of information that even slightly approached the fact that that other things were more uh, effective than the uh, the horribly invasive and toxic stuff that they uh, that they're selling you at some extreme price, then uh, then the questions would start, and they can't allow even a thread to start unraveling because people will start pulling at that thread and the mm-hmm. whole structure will unravel. Uh, Andrew, we're coming well, up... We're, Andrew, we're, com- <laughs> Andrew we're, com- we're coming up on a break. Hold that thought. Um, uh, right after the break, we're going to be talking about um, a, a very interesting case of, of free speech, suppression, gagging, and so forth uh, that just happened in England. Um, for if if we're just that reason, the, uh, the, the unraveling of the entire uh, chemotherapy empire, just with one thread. Uh, we, we're talking with Andrew Saul, um, a, a, as you know, a very articulate and passionate uh, defender of natural, natural healing and, um, uh, and a Ph.D. and a chiropractor and a big fan of, of not only the Gerson therapy but orthomolecular, orthomolecular medicine founded by, uh, by his friend uh, Dr. Abram Huffer and uh, double Nobel laureate uh, Linus Pauling. So uh, Andrew Saul is a very wonderful and articulate, uh, uh, a very wonderful and articulate uh, um, advocate for natural healing. We'll be back with him in, uh, in just a few moments. This is The Power of Natural Healing, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute, gerson.org, bringing you real, true healing for the last 35 years. Uh, please stay with us. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. are listening to the power of natural healing with your host howard strauss to be a part of our discussion this week please call 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com 
And now, back to the power of natural healing. Welcome back, folks. Uh, great to have you with us uh, today. I just, uh, I'm, I'm really delighted with the response that we're getting from uh, from our listeners. Uh, who, who listen apparently all over the world uh, to this program, The Power of Natural Healing, uh, every uh, every Monday, and you can uh, you can then get it as a podcast uh, right at this uh, at this channel um, anytime. So you can get any of our guests anytime and uh, um, and and listen to our great programs, great programs. And speaking of great programs, we have Dr. Andrew Saul with us. Uh, Dr. Saul's a chiropractor, a PhD, and the associate editor of the Journal of Orthomolecular Medicine, uh, and the editor in chief of the Orthomolecular Medicine News Service, uh, and a, um, a powerful advocate for natural healing. Um, Andrew, we were we were talking about the uh, the Gerson therapy and why it had been um, why it had been so why why it's so few so little known in the world of conventional medicine. And we have a great example uh, right now of the kind of censorship that occurs when anybody so much as raises their head above uh, above the water and uh, tries to talk about or even mention or even mention a word about the Gerson therapy. Um, let me uh, let me quickly read read a um, an article, just a uh, beginning of an article. Um, Wednesday, 25th of April, 2012, from the NewsScotsman.com. Peter Ebden was ordered to remove an advertising logo from his shirt before playing Ronnie O'Sullivan at the Crucible yesterday. This is in the World um, Snooker Championships. Because Because of concerns, it was illegal. The Cancer Act of 1939 prohibits the advertising of an offer to treat any person for cancer or to prescribe any remedy, therefore, or to give any advice in conjunction with the treatment thereof. And Ebden's promotion of an alternative therapy was the subject of complaints. I I can only imagine from where the complaints came. World Snooker received several messages questioning whether he should be allowed to wear the Gerson Therapy logo. A spokesman said we were made aware that the logo could breach rules relating to pharmaceuticals and therapy and told he was to remove the logo. Now, this is despite the fact that that uh, uh, commercial logos are basically the uh, the currency, the basic currency of sports. Uh, who has not seen the, uh, the all of the various different logos on uh, on, on race cars? Who has not seen um, the various different logos around the edges of soccer stadiums and uh, and baseball stadiums and ice skating rinks and everything everything you can imagine being advertised, including many things which actually cause cancer? And yet, yeah, that's what it comes down to. One, we're going to allow endorsements of cancer-causing things, and we're not going to allow even a breath of a hint of something that might actually save your life. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, so, so, what, so what, uh, what, we're, what we're looking at is we're looking at uh, uh, an entire industry, an entire, uh, the, the, the media industry, the drug industry, the uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, the cancer industry, Going into a major panic because one person one time wore a maybe five or six square inch logo saying Gerson, and this this calls to mind. This this, this recalls when uh, Prince Charles uh, in 2004 said the word Gerson one time in one speech uh, in in a remote college in England, and it was uh, it caused a three month. Uh, uh, campaign of calumny and slander against the prince of fury from the cancer industry, from the uh, pharmaceutical industry, just because one person said the word Gerson one time. Now, Andrew, I think that's power, don't you? Well, it's something, all right. Uh, (laughs) Prince Charles' statement also was so incredibly mild and so elegantly and simply worded as a personal opinion. All the prince said was that uh, he knew a person who had, in fact, gone through conventional therapy and had been given up on, 
And they had tried the Gerson therapy, and happily, he said, they are still alive and well today. And he said, I think that we should look into all of our alternatives when we fight this serious disease. Now, I happen to think the prince is a good guy, but even if you didn't, it's awfully hard to see any great amount of evil in that statement. He's simply saying, since we don't have a cure for cancer, let's not miss the possibility that could be helpful to everybody. Now, that to me sounds like a very kingly statement. You know, let's do what's right for everyone. And what's right for everyone is to look into all possibilities. But what we have is a business, an industry, as you have said very correctly, that thrives on failure. And unfortunately, the the dough is in death. Uh, good health makes a, a lot of sense, but it doesn't make a lot of dollars. The, the money is in, is in dying. And what we have to understand is that as long as there is a restriction of common sense, we're going to have a restriction on what people hear about in the media, and we're going to have people warned away from the very thing they should be looking into. And when you look at the Garrison therapy, you really can't find anything in there that goes against what the Cancer Association stand for, because they all claim to say that a good diet is very, very important. Well, the Garrison idea is just to take that a little further. They all admit that we don't have a cure. Well, um, if you can prevent and possibly cure, and in many cases definitely cure, using juices and the infamous uh, body temperature coffee enema and some supplements in an organic vegetarian diet, seems to me the prince is making a perfectly sensible statement. And if I were playing snooker and I had a little emblem on my back, uh, I would wonder uh, how come the race cars get away with all these endorsements and some guy playing pool isn't allowed to wear a little comment. Well, you know, I suspect that uh, I suspect if he had been wearing uh, a player's cigarettes logo, if what he had been advertising caused cancer, then I don't think there would have been any problem at all. They would have let him play uh, without any problem at all. The problem was not, was not, uh, was not the um, um, the fact that a snooker player had a logo on. The problem was that that the snooker player had a logo on that raised the word, one word, one small word, Gerson, that these people do not want stuck in people's minds. And by making a major, yeah, st- I have an idea. Yeah, and by making a making a major stink about it, <laughs> they are sticking it in people's minds. <laughs> well, I, I have. I have a really good idea, and I want to run this by you yeah, because yeah. I know, uh, being being Dr. Garrison's grandson, that you are a good person to run these ideas by. I suggest that before the World Series this year, that we ask all the players on all the teams to legally change their name to Garrison for just <laughs> one day. Oh, so when they go... When they go out onto the field to play game one of the World Series, and Garrison's coming up to bat. And here's the pitch from Garrison, and it's a hard liner to Garrison. He throws to Garrison. Garrison is safe. Oh, here comes Garrison out to argue it. Can you imagine the fun? Yeah, that would that would cause a huge, major... Let's all legal... It would yeah. be, be, be a... Let's, why don't we all do that? <laughs> Why don't we all just change our name to Garrison? <coughs> well, I mean, that's not something that I haven't considered, you know. Um, I haven't consider, considered well, it. Well, there's probably. still time. I, I shall. I shall. Because, uh, because as it is, the word Strauss does not uh, associate quite so easily with the Gerson therapy. Uh, as the word Gerson, and so well, it does uh, bring good music to mind. It does, it does, and <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, you know the word the word Gerson is getting around the world. Thank you, thanks to uh, thanks to the campaign by the uh, by the pharmaceutical companies, by the way, to suppress it. Uh, because uh, uh, what happened yes. after Prince Charles uh, after Prince Charles uh, made his comment was the comments for, for three months, the tabloids were pillorying him in the press. There were people saying... A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Well, welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org, bringing you natural healing for the past 35 years. Um, I'm afraid we just experienced uh, what may or may not be uh, an effort by the, uh, by the establishment to put us out of business. Um, uh, to didn't dr- work, did it? Didn't work, didn't work. Uh, not, not yet, not yet. But, but I, w- I do want to tell you, uh, Andrew, that uh, for the past uh, for the past month, we've been struggling. We've been getting hacked. Um, our website has been getting hacked uh, periodically, about uh, about every every uh, six or eight days. Um, all of our links are changed. Our website is disabled. Something happens because so we're we're obviously making friends in all the right places. Uh, because somebody is putting a well, lot. You know, of- Mahatma Gandhi put it very well. Um, when Mahatma Gandhi said the following, uh, it really impressed me. I read him quoted as saying, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win." Well, we're we're pretty much in the uh, in the final stages uh, of that. We are we are winning big time, and and the reason we're winning, uh, Andrew, is because the information that we're putting out is the truth. And so, when you have the truth, and when you tell the truth, then lies can't stand up for uh, forever because people will start understanding that they're lies. Um, I, I do want uh, to exactly tell you. I, right. I, I don't know if you're aware, uh, Andrew, but uh, but yours truly, your uh, your your friend and host here, <laughs> um, has been uh, has been nominated for an international peace prize, and uh, I'll, I'll say good. I'll be saying more about that uh, as the as the um, uh, as the process ensues. If it happens, if it happens, uh, that'll be a label and a, an imprimatur that uh, that will never go away. And uh, no matter how much the uh, the idiots on the opposition uh, uh, scream and yell, uh, the label will never go away. Uh, Howard, so, don't hold back. At a time like this, we we don't want you to hold back on that. <laughs> That's a wonderful no. comment. Oh, let's uh, let's when, let's when we laugh at the opposition. Yeah. Well, that's it. And laughing at the opposition is fun. Uh, with the Orthomolecular Medicine News Service, we do this all the time. We've created and uh, literally made up an organization called Whopper. It's 
the um, world head, head world headquarters of <laughs> pharmaceutical politicians, um, educators, and reporters. And basically, Whopper is this giant conspiracy against natural medicine, and we periodically have leaks of their private memos or minutes from their meetings, and each one is more outlandish than the next. And we we get the most upset comments from people who are so irritated that we would dare laugh at medicine. Well, we are going to laugh at medicine. We're going to laugh at medicine because, as Abram Hoffer said, drugs make a well person sick. How would they make a sick person well? It's absolutely true. I mean, the the the, the uh, number of people who die annually <clears throat> um, by con- by conventionally published and government um, maintained statistic database, um, as as documented by uh, by uh, Gary Null and by um, by Carolyn Dean, MD, ND, mm-hmm. um, is uh, just in the neighborhood of a hundred thousand people annually who die from overstrong drugs, properly prescribed properly administered, properly dosed and approved by the FDA. And yet and yet what does the right. FDA what does the FDA want to take off the market? Vitamins. Well that's it. And not only that, that hundred thousand figure is generally regarded as a low estimate and only applies to hospitals. It gets even worse when you consider that there's more errors than just uh, drug errors. Oh, so when you add in all forms of Experience one medical mistake, and the number of people annually who die from medical mistakes is 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 accepted to be at least um, one hundred and fifty uh, thousand people annually. <clears throat> That's one. And we don't have to go to the wackos for this. We don't no, have to a... go to the crazies, the, the fringes. This is uh, Lucian Leap at Harvard uh, School of Public Health. This is very, very carefully uh, calculated. And there are some estimates that actually place medical errors in the top three causes of death in the nation. It is absolutely positive. When you add in 100, and, 100 and, I think it's 175,000 from uh, from medical uh, errors in hospitals deaths annually. When you add in the 100,000 uh, drug deaths, when you add in the uh, uh, 100,000 from avoidable hospital acquired infections, it it comes up to uh, it comes up right there is enough to make 1,000 people every each and every day. Uh, dying from our medical system, and if that were, uh, if that, you translate that into into real terms that people can understand, um, an awful lot of interference with the uh, with a line today. Uh, I think that uh, I think that the bad guys are really trying to drop this call. So, <laughs> uh, folks, folks, stand by. If we, if you lose us, uh, we're we're going to do our utmost to be back uh, as quickly as we can. But um, but we were uh, 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 so we 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 are getting a lot of interference. So we'll, we we might be dropping in and out. Um, but uh, but but uh, seven forty seven going two two seven forty sevens going down every day. Um, look at look at what happened when when uh, when when three thousand people died on nine eleven two thousand one. We went we we've uh, we've been at war for the last twelve years. Uh, you know. The whole country has gone to war for the last 12 years, and yet when 3,000 people die every 36 hours from a U.S. medicine, uh, instead of nuking the uh, American Medical Association and the uh, and the pharmaceutical companies, we just give them huge. Which, by the way, we we do not recommend. <laughs> uh, we which we, we should nuke them. We should nuke them. Actually, we we should. Uh, I don't. See, I don't see. You know, that. they told me. You know, they told me your show was going to be a lot further over to the edge than I expected, Howard. I should have known better a long time ago. And they warned you about me too. But somehow we just keep doing this. The funny thing people have to keep in mind is the solution is right in front of you, and it's no secret. Anybody can read a book by Charlotte Garrison or Dr. Max Garrison. Anybody can go on the internet now and see. 
uh, YouTube video or watch the movie Food Matters, and a huge number of people have. I'd say it's in the millions. Anybody can read the books that I've written with Dr. Abram Hoffer. Go to my website, doctoryourself.com. Go to the Gerson Organization. Uh, read the Orthomolecular Medicine News Service. Check, 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 and see for yourself. Because of the Internet, information that used to be hard to find and required that you actually go to the library and fill out one of those darn little pink slips to get a book sent from Stanford. Uh, th this is one of the manifestations of getting hacked um, constantly. We are, being <clears throat> we are definitely being attacked by, uh, by someone. By someone. Um, that's what happens when you're, uh, when you're one of the number one uh, health programs that um, uh, Andrew, the, are you there? I am here, just uh, barely, apparently. Unbelievable! They, we, they now they dropped your line. They dropped. Uh, they dropped the. No, I think what we're going to have to do is go to a straight phone line and not run it through Skype. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, you can't hack a you can't hack a landline very easily. So from now on, everyone, uh, you can stop what you're trying to do. Because we're going to just do this with wires next time. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 do, we do have to do that. But on the other hand, uh, doing it with wires, uh, they, they, have the, uh, they have the wires as well. So um, uh, remember, AT&T is one of those people who, um, who helped the NSA tap everybody's lines. So they could mm. uh, anybody who wants anybody with that much juice, like the uh, like pharmaceutical companies, would have no trouble getting people to drop a line, to uh, to, to drop a call, uh, things like that. So well, we're known by our enemies. <clears throat> well, you, you know, and, and uh, frankly, frankly, if the uh, if the NSA and uh, and the uh, pharmaceutical companies are going to so much effort that they're messing with the Internet, with a phone network, in order to keep us off the air, um, then frankly, I take that as a great compliment. Uh, so thank you, folks, uh, for, well, for validating our message. Well, I'm thinking of sponsoring a local Little League team, and I'm going to call them the Garrison. And that way, all these 10-year-old uh, kids will be running around with Garrison on the back of their shirts. <laughs> because if you sponsor a Little League team, you, you get to put your sponsor name on it. Hey, uh, you know, tell, me, tell me what that costs. I'll kick in some from this end. Well, a T-shirt's not that much. I figure 20 bucks a kid, you know. And that should get on the news, and it should drive everybody wild, except <laughs> Prince Charles, who will probably be rolling on the floor in his hysterics. <laughs> and I think we owe it to the Prince. I think anyone that makes a public, common-sense statement in favor of good nutrition to help fight cancer deserves our support. Now, we can't vote for him, and, of course, you don't exactly vote for the next king anyway. But it seems to me uh, far-sightedness in the public good is a, is a great thing. Dr. Gerson was a very, very far-sighted physician. He didn't even want to get into cancer therapy. He didn't want to be known as one of those. He got into it because people started getting better. He was, as you very well know, successful in many other ways as a physician. Uh, he was a brilliant specialist for migraines. He was known uh, far and wide. And then he found that his patients started to get better from all kinds of other stuff. And from that, he realized that disease is a metabolic problem. So solution has to be a metabolic therapy. This sounds very, very simple, but it's not. This is a huge step forward in medicine, probably the biggest single step forward in the entire 20th century. That's why it was must, to realize that this, this. That's why it must be prevented. To realize. That, <laughs> yep, go ahead. That's why it must be prevented by the pharmaceutical companies who would be put out of business by, uh, by, by that kind of information. If disease, all disease, is metabolic, then what do we need drugs for? If we if we could all have exactly good and the yeah and the moment we raise the specter of good health the the idea of an epidemic of health makes Wall Street tremble. It does because there is no money there is no money in uh, in good health uh, the money is all in illness and death and the government of course is uh, is doing their best to make sure we kick off uh, right just before or just after our social security break kicks in that way they never have to ex come up with the uh, come up with the money that they promised us um, 
and they and they um, and they uh, they can just um, uh, they they can just uh, um, um, you know put it in their pocket and not uh, and, and not ever have to explain where it went uh, that they've been they've been stealing it all along and then they don't have to worry about the social security system so um, but they but imagine if if instead of uh, dying at age 65, we all died at age 110, then everybody contributing, uh, they'd be they'd be all drawing Social Security for 40 years, 45. Well, I years. have a solution to that. What's that? Uh, well, remember, I'm the guy who said we should have all the ball players named Garrison. But um, coming from that place, the solution is if everybody is healthy, it's not just how long you live; it's how you live long. If you have people that are healthy at 85 who wants to retire, I give you um, your mom. <laughs> She's 90 and busy as ever. Dr. Hoffer uh, and I were still writing books together at age 90. Uh, Linus Pauling was still active at age 90. Norman W. Walker was. Jack Lane certainly was. Seems to me we need a whole new model. We need a whole new paradigm where we see that you don't have to wait in line for your terminal illness anymore. There's something you can do about it, and the sooner the better. Prevention means dietary and lifestyle change. If you want to really fight cancer, the best way is to prevent it. Everybody knows that. The other thing is, once we know what prevents it, we have a tag on what cures it. This was mentioned by Dr. Wilford and Evan Shute some 35 years ago. Basically, the idea that when you find out what is preventive, you're also finding what is curative. The human body has sense to it. Uh, the government, no, but the body, yes. If we look at nature, we don't see a lot of animals with cancer. Cancer is not a common disease in animals. My degree is in biology and ethology, which is the biology of behavior. Cancer is a rare disease in animals, and you can't just say they all get cancer and get eaten. There isn't enough evidence to support that. You have a lot of animals that just don't get cancer, and some of them are very, very long-lived. Seems to me that we should take our lessons from nature. I can't try it. If there was a cure for cancer, you would have heard about it, or, or would you? When we find that we look in the doctor's black bag and it's empty, it's time to look in another doctor's black bag. And the more we do that, the less we find. So we're going to have to look in the Paisley bag. We're going to have to look in that other bag that nobody wants to open. We're going to have to seriously consider that we need an entirely new plan. And the cancer industry is not about to admit it any more than the government is about to admit that fluoridation was a bad idea, or the American Dental Association is going to admit that mercury, whoops, maybe we shouldn't have put that in fillings for the last 135 years. But but um, but Andrew, the problem um, the problem that I see is that it's not just um, it's not just mercury and fluoride and um, and pharmaceuticals that are causing problems. But now you now you turn to the entire food processing and food growing agricultural industries uh, that are also being engineered now to cause us problems as well. So we have genetically engineered food. We have pesticide, artificial fertilizers, food processing, food processing chemicals, food additives uh, up the uh, you know uh, uh, up the flagpole until uh, until you just can't see it anymore. And and uh, and, yeah. and, and we're talking about multiple trillion dollar industries that will that will go out yeah. of uh, out of business. And this is why, as you said, Wall Street shudders. Uh, at the very thought of people being healthy, of people eating good food, of people surviving longer than their 65 years so that they can steal their uh, their retirement pay, um, and uh, and and the whole the whole thing requires an entire entirely new paradigm for the United States of America based on health rather than sickness and death. Right, and I'm optimistic. I honestly think that Lincoln was right when he said, you can fool all of the people some of the time and some of the people all of the time, but you cannot fool all of the people all of the time. It's nutritional therapy, the Gerson therapy. I remember in 1999, 13 years ago, when my website went online at DrYourself.com, I remember doing searches to find how many mentions there were of a phrase like orthomolecular medicine. 
I wrote a paper on that um, back in, oh, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Now, when I check that paper against a Google search, there's about 20 times more presence of natural healing just in orthomolecular searches on Google. The amount of material out there that's available has absolutely exploded. People are catching on, and they're now saying to their doctors, what, you, you don't use nutritional therapy? Well, well why, don't, why don't you use nutritional therapy? Doc, you're behind the times. Well, there's another, there's another thing uh, that, there, that the uh, conventional medicine people are now doing, which is a little more sinister and a little more, um, and a little more um, uh, underhanded. And that is, uh, are you there, Andrew? Hello? 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 Uh, he's gone again. Now, boy, they're dropping the line all over the place. We're having a lot of trouble today, and I don't have trouble with anybody else on this. Um, so, so a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff, um, a lot of the stuff that we're uh, that we're looking at uh, is actually uh, being being picked up by a lot of lot of other people. Andrew, you there? I sure am. Boy, they they keep dropping your line. They drop our line. <clears throat> you know, every time that happens, it just makes me want to write another book. I think I will. <laughs> I've got eleven out now. I think an even dozen would work. How does that work for you, Howard? It's it's, it's it's motivational, isn't it? It's motivational. And but you know what? It also it, it's also uh, very very uh, indicative of our success. The more. The more they try and squeeze, the harder they try and squeeze. The more we squeeze out between their fingers, and the more people see that there's something there to be squeezed. So, um, uh, you know, I encourage I encourage the uh, the opposition to uh, give us as much trouble. as Oh yeah, possible. keep it coming. Yeah, keep it coming. We will use that. Uh, uh, let me let me just uh, remind you of what happened when Prince Charles was being so roundly criticized. But then they had to quote. The uh, the the actual the the actual words that he said, so that people would know why they were so incensed. Well, the uh, the tabloid press in all the former British colonies picked it up, and pretty soon this was being reported in India and in New Zealand, Australia, Canada, um, uh, Hong Kong, all over the world, South Africa, and um, and lo and behold, just the fact that they put out they, not us, they put out the word Gerson in all of all around the world. Uh, the Gerson Institute was getting more calls, more traffic on the website, more sales of books than ever before. We were we were kind of wishing that it would continue for another six months, but unfortunately they wised up after only uh, three three months or so. But we got we had a banner three months during which they were uh, uh, bad mouthing us. Well, this is just wonderful, and uh, I was criticized early in the game. Uh, people said, you know, your website, DoctorYourself.com, it's not peer-reviewed. And I thought, you know, that's true. So I noticed articles in the newspaper where two or three or four doctors would say vitamins are bad, and another one would say, yep, they sure are. And I thought, wait a minute. I can find some doctors. I have colleagues that are physicians and researchers and academics who are just as qualified as that who think vitamins are good. So I created my own review board. And now DoctorYourself.com is peer-reviewed, as is the Orthomolecular Medicine News Service. And I'm talking a review board of 22 medical doctors and researchers. Uh, now, this is what I call fun. Boy, that's amazing. That is, that is just absolutely amazing. Um, let me. So, okay, uh, we, we are really getting attacked uh, hard um, by the opposition, and um, and we uh, we invite everybody to understand how important it is for these people to prevent the information from getting out to the world. Uh, they cannot stand the idea of people being healthy and people uh, people taking charge of their own health. Uh, it's a multi-trillion-dollar industry, and they can and they can uh, they can afford to uh, to hire all kinds of hackers and uh, people causing problems. But you know what? It just makes for <clears throat> just makes for a much better um, uh, uh, a much better uh, uh, motivation for us to continue 
to our to our um, uh, to our audience. We will continue to bring you this information, and I'm sure they will continue to hack us as much as they possibly can. Um, hi there. Uh, hi, Andrew. They dropped you again. <coughs> uh, that, that seems to be the problem today. It's it's unbelievable. Nice to be popular. Nice to be popular. They have dropped. Uh, not entirely. They've dropped your call. They've dropped your call now uh, three times. I've never had this problem before. They've dropped uh, the health network um, five or six times. Uh, so we're really mm-hmm. getting we're really getting attacked hard, and uh, and that that motivates me more than anything. Andrew, we have just a f- couple moments left, and um, and I wanted to wanted to mention that uh, we got another couple of books. Uh, this one in Arabic. Uh, um, so that makes a dozen different languages. It's getting around the world. Uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. Andrew Stahl, uh, we, we appreciate your participation in this rather difficult uh, time here. Um, and, uh, and your, your wit and your humor and your expertise. And, uh, you want to just give your website again? I do. I want to mention two things, so I may. The first is the website. DrYourself.com. My latest book is Niacin, The Real Story. Also, The Vitamin Cure for Children's Health Problems, written by an 85-year-old pediatrician who is an active orchard farmer in Montana. And the second thing I'd like to urge people to do is write to the commissioner of baseball and ask them to legally change every major league player's name to Gerson. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I, I second the motion Andrew, thank you so much for being on the show This is Howard Strauss the Power of Natural Healing Join us next week again, please We'll have another fascinating guest And we'll probably be the subject of, uh, of hacking then too um, The Power of Natural Healing Brought to you by Gerson Health Media At gersonmedia.com And the Gerson Institute at gerson.org uh, Signing off from the front lines of the health battle Uh, This is Howard Strauss at The Power of Natural Healing. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.